this is Gabriella Brown. Welcome to Portland to Seattle. It's all about money here today. Had a appointment with my money coach, which I hired back in May, because after years and years and years, I just realized I have this relationship with money that it needs it needs some help. And I decided to get a money coach to get to the bottom of it. Being an entrepreneur for two decades online exclusively, having seen lots of success. Um, but you know what? Right now, honestly, I am not in the place I was before. Even just a year ago, things have turned. Things have happened in my life and my relationship with money uh, is changing right now it is it changed three years ago not for the better but we're fixing it now so um, but whatever your relationship with money is it's just like any other relationship uh, what's the feeling that you have with money are you desperate for it could you care less is it neutral do you wish you had more do you hate money? I actually met someone recently that said they hated money. And at in the, another sentence, she said, oh, and I'd love to start a bakery, but, you know, I don't have the money for that. And I couldn't help but just tell her, I said, you just said you hated money. You're putting this anger around money, so how, like, it's not going to come to you. And it's more than just wanting it and drawing it to yourself, but clearly you can do things consciously and subconsciously to push money away from us or draw it to us. And I lived um, with this idea <laughs> the last three years. Um, I don't know, should I just be honest here? Should I just tell you everything? I don't want to tell you everything. I could tell you some things though. Um, I am going through a divorce. Again, it's not the first time, but I will say that money was a big, big issue in our marriage. Not so much lack of it, just the relationship to it. The fear around it, the thoughts of the future, what's going to happen through aging. Will there be enough? How long will I live? Will I live as long as my parents? Will I be 90? Will I be 100? Who will pay for this? We can't depend on social insecurity, right? Who's going to pay for this? And all everything that's around that, surrounded by that, just, you know, feeling, being midlife, feeling um, um, just not really knowing what's going to happen next because let's face it, none of us do. None of us know what is going to happen next, especially when it comes to money. We can sort of gauge it, but I'm telling you, it is, it is just a different world right now. It's just a little different compared to what I remember even five years ago on the web. It is different. People are scrambling, trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. But it's the good old basics that you have to just keep returning to because that's what works. Awesome customer service. Um putting the client first, you know, really caring about people, that kind of stuff. It goes very far in the world. So back to the relationship with money. So today I had 
an appointment with my coach. And at the end, she says, I want you, I had some goals, I was setting some goals. And she says, I want you to download this app. It's an investment app. It's trying to get me to invest. And immediately I just felt this resistance <laughs> to downloading this app. I have not done it yet. But I did tell her it was the end of the end of the coaching call, so we weren't able to delve into it. But I told her, I said, I have total resistance to downloading this app. And I think I know what it is. And I told her that when my mother passed away when I was 26, I was left to handle her little tiny estate. She was a single mom who raised us all by herself with no child support, similar to me. I repeated that same pattern, not happily, but it did happen to me as well. Um, and whatever she was able to acquire, she did really well for someone who had basically very little but she scrapped you know she scraped and she had a little bit of a windfall at one point with a little bit of money and invested it and so she had investments and she had two homes and that's what I was dealing with after she passed away but some of her investments when I was years later when I around that time and years later as well when I called them and tried to find out information they just said to me they just blew me off and just said oh that that investment's not here anymore I said what do you mean it's not here like what happened to it I mean she says well it just went belly up that's all <laughs> I like oh okay so you just go belly up and everyone loses their money and there you go so I had a bad taste in my mouth with investments and but I did keep my ears open and whenever I heard things I was just never impressed there was a something I listened to, and I never forgot it. Some things I hear, and I just can't let go. But they were asking 80-year-olds, if you had it to do all over again, would you? what would you invest in and what wouldn't you invest in? And they all said, I wouldn't invest in the stock market or, or mutual funds. They, <laughs> and so I'm thinking, okay, so... There's people that have had experience and they're regretting their investments. So I just have felt that real estate is like the only thing that is solid that can be depended upon. And even in real estate, you can lose, but it seems to kind of come full circle. And you can, if you wait long enough, you just wait out the market, you can recover. But I have some resistance towards this. And I don't have investments right now. I don't. I should. It's ridiculous that I don't. That truly way too much money has passed through my hands, and I was not a good money manager. This is part of the reason why I said I have to get real with this. I feel like it's it's actually a good thing. It's It's made me really look at a lot of things in the business. Um, in my relationship to money and the way the businesses run and just like all these things I was doing here just is like a, turned it into a binge business. Like it's been a binge business. Instead of being consistent in the marketing, we do binge marketing and just do like big, you know, specials and just generate a lot of revenue and, and then just coast and um, coast sometimes, choke sometimes. It's just been nuts and I feel that Whatever's going on in the business, it's directly related to me and my relationship with money. And I have to get right with this. 
So I have this money coach. She's, you know, she's really into getting into people's subconscious and the relationship with money. And um, it's pretty interesting. Some of my ideas that I've had about money as a child, um, things, you know, before it was always, I was always driven by something I wanted. I wanted to acquire something. And that drove me. But that doesn't drive me anymore. I'm not driven by wanting things. There isn't anything I want. There are things I want to do, but there isn't a material thing I want. So that doesn't work for me anymore. That's not a driving force. As I've aged, I just, I want to just really just be a good force in the world. That's, that's a really big thing on me. But I'm still driven to make money. I love making money too. So I have to combine the two. I can't just make money and call it a day. I have to feel good about what I'm doing and just bring goodness. So, But my relationship with money stinks. <laughs> it just does. And I know it. And I want to get it right. So probably this podcast is going to talk about um money it'll be about money a lot it'll be about money and my struggles with money and my ups and downs as an entrepreneur and um, why is it called Portland to Seattle did I mention this was the first podcast I think I did if I didn't I'm saying it again it's Portland to Seattle because my life is in such a place where I am commuting from Portland Oregon to Seattle for business. I have an apartment in Portland, Oregon, and then I commute to Seattle. So it's a three and a half, depending on traffic, it could be three hours or it could be five hours. And I'm making this commute every three to four days. So my life is a little, it's a little crazy right now. And, uh, I'm just making the best of it. I Because I have so much work, I'm actually more focused. I don't haven't wasted any time. Uh, being on this commute is... I'm utilizing it to the full extent, listening to podcasts myself. I sh- probably will be podcasting from the car as I'm driving. <laughs> it's a long commute. So uh, that is what's going on here. I have... A divorce and a long commute and a really good money coach and that is how I'm going into the world right now as I try to grow and be better and you know create better relationships and especially the one I have with money because it's just been just it's been wrong for a long time and I want it to be right because there's things I want to do in the world and it does require me getting right and balanced and all these things. So anyway, I'm going to wrap this one up and thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye now.